0: My name is Antonio Knox, and you are listening to The Gradient Radio, an open space to converse about creativity for creatives by creatives. And our guest today is one of the most prolific. Not only is he well-respected in the fashion game, his name carries the same. Today, our guest is Earl Mack. What's hey, up, brother? What's good? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing good, man. Good to be here. Yeah, man, I'm glad you, that you came out and took some time um it's a pleasure to be able to have these conversations with you many times many times um but for people to be able to hear our conversations is a is a blessing yeah for sure so for the people who may not know who you are who is Earl Mack um I would say
1: Earl Mack is an artist designer creator he's a son he's a brother uh I'm also the co-owner of Chilele. Um, I work with uh, my business partner Nico Dennis, um, and then I also do Earl Mac and like as an artist and Earl Mac Studios as my design company that. Yeah. I'm working on.
0: Yeah. So out of all of the things that you do creatively, is there one thing that brings you the most joy?
1: Um. Creating um, overall, Um, I started off painting uh, uh, and doing a lot of, you know, just visual arts. Uh, I went to VCU for sculpture and multimedia. Um, And I've always kind of just had like a passion for drawing and creating. And I've always had a a passion for clothes as well. So, you know, the two have kind of like overlapped a lot of my life. And now
0: my main focus is, you know, designing and creating clothes yeah so i read this book about it's called the mastery by robert green Mm -hmm. and and basically in that book it speaks about a select few of people who became masters at a particular craft and the thing about mastery how they how they got to mastery is that like they combined multiple fields into one to be able to solve a problem Mm -hmm. and it seems like you kind of are merging many worlds made many creative worlds to create a world in itself for the things that you you've done um how does it how does it feel to be to be able to have multiple disciplines and to be able to articulate your visions many different ways
1: um it it kind of comes naturally because i've always been into a lot of different things um as a kid i was i played multiple sports in school and Also, skateboarded at the same time and was still finding time to draw all the time. Um, So, as I got older, I just kind of figured out ways to do those things, but kind of just be a little bit more focused. Um, And then also like not spreading myself too thin, but allowing myself to have enough room to kind of be feel like I can create whenever I want to and whenever I need to. Um, Because nowadays, like it's it's kind of gone from like a hobby to an actual career in a, in a say, you know, like I don't have and I work for myself. Um I do graphic design for other people as well as for the brands that I work for. Um and that's just kind of been like uh this transition that I've 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 gone through from like being a uh I would say a part time artist to a, a full time creator.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I know for me when you speak about transition from, you know, your hobby becoming, like, your career or, you know, you know you're know, you doing work for clients, it was a little difficult for me at first because I was so used to feeling as if, you know, whatever I created was just, like, law. Like, mm-hmm. it had to be that. And, you know, when you come up against clients and they have, like, a specific idea for things, typically sometimes they push back on, like, those ideas that you have for them. Mm-hmm. Did you have these same Process of just kind of releasing some of your, like your the love that you have for your projects mm-hmm. and getting to a point of becoming a professional with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, whenever you're working for people, you you kind of have to give up a little bit of like the ego or whatever. Because um, at the end of the day, you want the client to be happy. You know, you want to make sure that you're giving them something that they're gonna go back and share with people and. You know potentially it could lead to more work um and you know the times when you're working with the client and you're trying to just push you know what you want on them um it it can kind of affect the relationship um but then also like it kind of just makes you like resent the work too at the same time um and i've like the more I'm I'm working with Chalele and I'm working with Earl Mac and I'm working with ABAC, um, and uh, you know a few other people. I I find that like my time is very valuable, so I'm I'm not really taking all the jobs. You know, like I'm actually trying to like push, you know, give some work out to people that I know who who need it. Because um, there's only so many hours in a day and. I also have a lot of stuff that I'm trying to get out on my own. So, I make time for the things I really want to do. Um, You know, and, you know, financially, I know, like, I need to do, you know, X amount of gigs, you know, per, per month to make sure, like, everything is met, but, I still, I'm, I'm very hungry as an artist to still, like, create and put stuff out, you know, that I want to show. And, and then things that I want for me and my team to work on. Um, I feel like the the people that I have around me right now are are kind of like a a big motivating factor for you know how how can we get better? You know, like how can how can we push these ideas a little bit further? Because um, I'm, I'm realizing that you know, I can't do it all on my own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's better when you have a team and so it gives you the ability to do more but also it gives you the ability to delegate mm-hmm. and give other tasks to other people who may be better at that specific task um for you to be able to progress forward you know you spoke about you know just getting better getting getting better daily um and, and essentially growth what does that look like for you um
1: it's a it's a daily practice you know it's it's discipline um it's sacrifice it's actually you know sometimes like stepping back and and looking at you know what about what i've done and what i'm trying to do and the things that i'm i'm actually doing you know like d- doing like a real like life audit you know mm-hmm. like and and being and being a hundred percent honest with yourself, because like a lot of times we can make it seem like you know things are going great. You know, and on the outside, from like social media standpoint, it could look like everything is you know you got everything going together, but when in reality, like there are things missing. You know, there's there's certain there's certain moves you're not making, and and you know you want to make those moves, but why aren't you, you know, and when you can, you know, actually, like, have those conversations with people you respect and trust and also have those conversations with yourself and be honest, then you can actually start to get better, you know, yeah. and I feel like a lot of times it's putting in the work, you know, it's not being afraid to kind of step out of your comfort zone and, and try new things and learn new things. Um, as, like, as being a business owner for the past couple of years, I've, had to learn a lot of new skills and had to, like, had tough conversations with people in order to, like, figure out what it is I'm, I'm doing that's could be better. Yeah. Um, you know, because I feel like, you know, I've done a lot over these years. Um, I'm, I'm not one to, really, like, be- brag or boast about, like, the things that I've done. But, you know, I have a catalog and a portfolio of of projects that I've worked on with people, some big, some small, but when you when you actually kind of put it into perspective, it's like, all right, this is this is good, you know. But where I'm trying to go is is far, is far you know, greater than that. Yeah. And in order to get to those places, like it's it's a real like I don't know. It's like a, you really have to make make it a, a real decision, like. What am I gonna do in order to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of a lot of it, I feel like it's knowing who you are, mm-hmm. knowing what you're capable of, and not being afraid to kind of like push, push, push yourself. You know, like when you when you're like on a team. Like, you have, like, players and coaches to kind of, like, help to, you know, bring the best out of you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the best players, like your Kobe's and your Michael Jordan's, like, they always had, like, that internal thing that just pushed them to want to be better than everybody else. Yeah. You know? So you kind of have to, like, you got to find that. Or in, And not everybody has it, you know? But I feel like everybody could if they really want it as bad yeah and you know and it's like in designing you know how do you create content that makes people want to come back and consume and share and post and you know and and a lot of that's like, like pushing yourself you know yeah also studying, being a student to the culture and to the things that you care about. It doesn't have to be fashion. It could be engineering, you know? Mm-hmm. It could be science. Yeah. If those are the things you really care about, you know, you push yourself to, to become, like, to, to know more about it.
0: Yeah, facts.
1: And if you don't know, you know, like, you get around people who do. Like, I think the the company you keep
0: is very important. You know to to be able to see the growth over the years of you and the collective at um chilele you know because i mean that's kind of like how we met right like yeah we were just about to release the the a collection mm-hmm. um for the summertime and i was going to do was that like that was like 2014 13. i think so i think so like seven years yeah it's been a minute <laughs> it doesn't feel like it though no not at all <laughs> it doesn't feel like it seven years gone by like so quickly And I remember, you know, y'all having ambitions to putting yourself in a position where you guys are right now, you know, having a store um, and just like doing so many things around the city. Uh, How has it been? How has it felt um, from that moment? Obviously, before then, when you first started Chilele and all of that, can you speak about the inception of Chilele, but also the journey of where you guys are right now? That's you know, so crazy. Me and Nico were actually having a conversation about this like not too
1: long ago. Um and it, it really kinda started from being around friends, you know? Chilele means to chill and relax and you know, it was we were at V C we were we were at VCU. We were kinda just kicking it, I think we were smoking, and somebody just said Chilele and we just kept saying it and saying it and saying it and saying it and then you know like it just turned into a thing and um we started doing pop-up shops out here in richmond and we were doing them with the intentions of really just kind of bringing people together you know like we weren't really even thinking about us making clothes because i was actually doing another clothing line at the time Uh that we started chilele um, and and Nico and I were kind of like really like working on that and we we started working with the chilele um, team and it was it was very organic you know it wasn't it didn't feel like anything was forced you know we were kind of really just you know we wanted to to do something you know we we felt that there was um a space open for us to kind of just create at our own pace and our own like leisurely time um and it's kind of like with Chile, you know it's you know we we do stuff intentionally but we also like we don't try to force things you know like they 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 kind of just flow you know in a in a sense of all right we want to do a pop-up shop we want to find uh some dope brands that we personally can have a connection with and also kind of represent, like, the the image that, you know, we're trying to you know, bring with streetwear. And through, you know, having connections and, like, knowing people, like, we, we're able to, like, fill the first pop-up shops with some dope brands um, and then have, like, art, you know. So Chilele, like, the three stars in Chilele like, stand for art, fashion, and culture. Mm. And everything that we do, we we try to actually, like, really embody that and culture is is almost everything you know it's music it's it's lifestyle you know it's it's sports it's things that kind of affect our day to day um and, and it's and it's your culture you know it's not it's not everything in culture it's the it's the culture that represents the brand um and if you ever come to like a first friday event you can kind of see that firsthand we always have new artists showcasing work um we, we always try to have a drop that, um, you know, has some type of backstory to it, you know, give some type of narrative so that, you know, y'all can kind of understand, like, where we're coming from, you know, because a lot of the clothes that we, we make, um, they definitely, like, they embody our, our day-to-day life, you know, like, uh, one of our, our our go-to designs is just this the smiley face design. It's a smile. It gets better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, you go through stuff in life and it seems bleak and you don't really know like what's gonna happen, but a smile is an action. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something you can actually control. And, and and the thought of it can get better is also something you can control. Everything else that happens, you know, is somewhat out of your control. Like I can't control what this person's gonna do, what they're gonna say, but I can control how I'm gonna react to it. Yeah. And that is that is kind of what like Chilele is really about, you know, it's you know, it's kind of like overcoming adversity and putting it on T-shirts and mm-hmm. and giving people opportunities to kind of like showcase their stuff in our store. And um, whenever we do pop ups, you know, like we like to work with people, you know, we've done a lot of collaborations in the past um, we're definitely about, you know, trying to build relationships with people, um, and then also, like, we, we know what it's like to be on the outside, you know, like, we know what it's like to try to, how how can I showcase my work, where can I go, like, how can I do a pop-up shot, what do I have to do, like, we did all that, you know, like, we've, the reason I I try to throw shows is because I know what it's like trying to be an artist that needs to show their work. You know, I've done, like, I've only shown in the gallery probably like twice, but I've done tons of shows. You know, yeah. I've done art shows in Art Basel. Um, I've showed work in New York, um, and art has kind of taken me all over the globe. So so far, you know, well, not so much the globe, but. United States <laughs> I mean, I mean, speak that though speak with you yeah know, bro. but you know that's where, that's where we're trying to go um, and I, I love the atmosphere that you know I'm seeing right now on Broad Street um, you know there's a lot more stores opening up um, Shout out to Rotate the Spot the Collective uh, Kicks booming. Um it's it's been a it's been a refreshing you know revitalization of broad street in a sense you know from um, the riots in 2020 to the pandemic um and and kind of like coming back from that and and seeing people saying oh you know I'm going to give it a shot I'm like and and seeing us out here already you know like round two got hit up pretty bad um but you know it sucks to see it but at the same time like it's it's been refreshing to see like new business you know kind of like revive like bringing like that energy back to broad street
0: yeah it's like the phoenix yeah yeah you know
1: you know rising from the ashes you know and, and and showing people that yo you can you can do something out here bro like there's opportunities you know like no one ever told us we couldn't do what we've been trying to do like it's it's, it it hasn't really been too much no you can't it's just like are you going to do it Mm -hmm. you know like are you actually going to like put the work in to see this through like are you going to try to open a store are you going to be in there every day are you going to like bust your ass to make sure that you know everything looks good when you open you know and then continue to keep the doors open because you know opening a store is one thing but like if you can keep it open you know you got something
0: yeah 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 when we uh when we first met you know i mentioned earlier it was through like the Chin- chilele connection and uh you guys were looking for someone to do like your lookbook, but like at the time your name was like it was like fire in the city at the time when it came to like your, your earl mac brand like with your like arts and your painting mm-hmm. um yeah man uh like i said like like i said like your name was just like super on fire like everyone knew your name and um one thing one thing you didn't know is like like your earl mac logo right like i was inspired by that to like make my knox joint like the knox grip that like everyone like knows and loves right now um but that was like inspired by your joint because at the time i just had like a symbol and i wasn't like i wasn't like too firm on it mm-hmm like I just couldn't think of anything else at the time and like when I saw like your Earl Mac the the letters I was like dog you all fire. <laughs> I was like you all super fire and I got I had to create something in in alignment to that. Um but can you speak more to like your Earl Mac brand, you your your artist, your artistry. Mm-hmm. Um, cuz I I feel like that's like your personal brand, right? Yeah, that's me that's
1: that's me like 100%. Um I I started I started Earl Mac um really solely off just the paintings. Um when I was at VCU uh my grandfather had passed away like my last like my last year. And so when he passed away, I kind of just like locked myself in my crib for a couple a couple months and it was just painting. You know, and I had done all these paintings, and at the end of the process, um, you know, I was feeling better. You know, it was it was a way for me to kind of like cope and you know and deal with my you know my grief. You know, art has always kind of been like very therapeutic for me. Um, And and when I finished the paintings, uh, I didn't I hadn't signed any of them uh, because I was kind of like you know I, I want this to be like uh, a rebirth of like You know Me as an artist um, Cause I, I used to sign All my paintings Easy Cause you know My middle name is Zach um, But I wanted to Come up with a name That I felt Really Embodied Like My whole name You know um, And so like Earl is, is my Legal first name um, my last name is Morris. So I took the M from Morris and replaced it with the Z and I just came to Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was like Earl Mac and I was like, All right, I can sign my pieces like this, mm-hmm. you know, and it feels it feels right. And then the actual like creating of the this like the script font, um, was just it was just repetitive of just like drawing my name over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um Like, you know, when you got people who do graffiti, they always kind of, like, just, like, do their tag Mm -hmm. many different ways, you know. Um, And so, like, that's what it was for me. It was just, like, this is, like, my tag for my paintings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the more I started to do it and, you know, I guess the more... I I was painting a lot more back then. Um, I haven't really been painting as much recently, but, you know, back... And this is, like, probably... 2000... 12 to like 2015 is probably like when I was like going the hardest with painting and showing stuff, um, and then like 2016 to 17, I kind of transitioned more over to to fashion a lot heavier. Um, still still wanting to make art, but just knowing that you know, art is or paintings if they're not commissioned sometimes are like passion projects. You know, like, you know, in the ideal world, you know, if I had all the money in the world, you know, I would probably still make clothes, but I would probably spend more time making paintings. Um, it's just one of those things that, you know, I care deeply about. You know, I'm still drawing. I draw all the time. I draw every day. Um, like, when I leave here, I'm about to be, I'll be drawing for several hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's, like, that's part of, like, you know, the repetitions. You know, you got to get those reps in, You're like, I I'm now trying to uh push myself to get better by by doing more, you know, like you know, I I look at, you know, what I've done so far um and it's it's good. I would say it's good, but it could be better. It could definitely be better. So just pushing yourself, man, like and not getting not getting too in your head you know thinking you to but knowing that like yeah this was good you know how can the next thing be better than this yeah because you know we live in like this culture right now where like everything is happening so fast and you can see everything so it's like you know you could have done the most amazing art installation ever like today and then somebody's doing something tomorrow and they're kind of like oh well this is the new thing now mm-hmm. but and that's kind of how fashion is you know fashion art kind of like they they're working kind of hand in hand so it's it's really like an easy it's an, it's easy to jump from you know art to fashion yeah and and with the earl max stuff i'm actually trying to to push that that boundary a little bit more too you know i'm i started painting on on tees and it's kind of like been giving me the the, the little art itch that I, I look for, you know, uh, even though it's like this shirt I'm wearing right now, um, it's hand painted and then I screen print on top of it. Mm. And so it's kind of like, I, I can still paint. I just got to be a little bit more strategic about it. And, you know, it's crazy. Like these shirts sell quicker than uh, the pieces do, you mm. know? Um, but no, that's me just understanding, you know, the climate, you know what's going on culture um and and being a fan and being passionate about you know what it is that I'm putting out
0: yeah yeah at one point did you ever get like big headed like you just knew your work was like
1: no i i i've never actually got to that point bro like because no matter how good i am i always know there's somebody out there better than me you know and my my goal is is really to just, you know, get my stuff out there, you know, make sure, like, you know, all my bills are paid, you know, make sure, you know, the team and my family is straight. Um, and, and to be able to maneuver however I want, you know, like, I don't have to have a million dollars to be successful, you know. I feel like if I have enough bread to to just move how I want um, and, and kind of, like, set up, you know, certain partnerships you know there's things that i want to do like you know i would love to drop a pair of sneakers with a company you know i would love to like do a collab with you know one of these big name brands that i look up to you know do a collab with some of the the artists and designers that i look up to um but i feel like in order to do that you know i got to make sure you know my house is in order you know i got to make sure that like when i come i'm coming correct you know and that's a part and that's the whole process of getting better you know you, you you have to make sure that, like, when you're trying to maneuver um, with, like, the upper echelon of, of like, the, the fashion industry and the art industry, like, that you come and correct, you know? Because everybody, everybody's already on it, you know? Like, nobody's really uh, – people are doing new stuff, but, like, you're, they're still kind of doing the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, like, why do they want to rock your stuff or buy your art? Versus the next person, yeah. you know, and and part of it's going to be like, cause it's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other part's going to be like, nah, because like their body of work is actually like it's speaking to me, you yeah. know, like a person who has one fire painting to the person who has a hundred paintings, you know, like s- some of them are going to be fire, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, like the the portfolio of work just kind of speaks for it, you know.
0: That's- just like you, the, the catalyst when, let me say this, when I was going through like my grieving process, like when you say you lost your grandfather and you know, you started to paint, right? Like the catalyst for the film that I created was like the passing of my aunt and like me going like through that grieving process and understanding, you know, how grief is something that comes in waves. And it's not something that you necessarily get over it's just something that you kind of like learn to deal with over time and to be able to find to be able to find or to be able to create through that process which is like a breath a a breath of fresh air honestly um so i definitely like feel that um
1: dealing with dealing with grief dealing with loss is it's never an easy it's never an easy thing man like to this day, I know my grandmother still misses my grandfather, and it's almost like you know he just he just passed away. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like taking what you know I learned from those people, you know, and 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 trying to apply the the positive things to my life that what I learned is kind of like the biggest, you know, you know nod or like you know, way to pay homage to that person you know like my my grandfather was a very wise and caring and you know he was in in the business of people you know he cared a lot about people and so i i find myself nowadays like trying trying to trying to emulate that you know trying to apply those things like apply that wisdom to my life um, and it's e- it's easier said than done' because I'm kind of an introvert, so like it takes a lot for me to kind of like warm up to people like i I can kind of come off like kind of cold sometimes, but it's not just because like I just have to like catch this around like catch the energy you know like I gotta see what's going on first yeah. and then like, I can kind of open up but i I always try to like make sure like, i you know i i i I put people first, you know try to put people first, you know, and I feel like people will also, in return, you know, try to help you out, um, but, you know, when you're, when you're doing things for the money, or, and just solely for the money, um, uh, it, it's, it sometimes can kind of, like, taint the, the project, you know, or a, in in a sense, you know, like you know, I know a lot of people out here are doing, you know, are trying to make as much money as I can, and I respect it, you know. I'm trying to get paid as well, but I I feel like it's it's a oh it's a give and take type of thing, you know, like you have to give, you know, you you have to be be willing to give. And whether it's it's financially or like your time, or your energy, you know, like being able to to, to give something away, um, and and not always trying to get something in return, but like to actually just you know, I'm giving I'm giving this way because I feel like you know you need it, bro. Like, and sometimes it could just be like sitting down talking to somebody, like no, bro, like I can I can tell you're going through something, mm-hmm. and if you need to talk. I'm here or like yeah like you, you could be you know you need some bread you I need some I'm I'm low right now you know and if I got it I can give you know yeah I I can I can only give you know as much as I have mm-hmm. so also making sure that you are are you know are whole you know I feel like it's not it's not wrong to be selfish when it comes to making sure you good, you know? I feel like how can I help other people if I'm not straight, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I want to have a lot of money one day so I can help other people, you know, so I can, like, help to put people in other positions, you know? And, and, And people have done that for me along the way, you know? Like, I don't always ask for help, but, you know, when help is given to me, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, I don't. I try not to take it for granted. Sometimes we can, because we feel like people owe us stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't really owe you anything. You know, like a lot of times they're just doing it because they care about you. Yeah. And so, like, that type of energy is, I think it's rare and it's important to to make sure we still keep some of that out here. Yeah. Because this world is cutthroat.
0: Yeah. Facts. You know, it seems like you have been paying it forward for a pretty long time. Um, whether it is whether it is giving knowledge to other people um, collaborating with other people um, and like you said not necessarily looking for things in return and the most recent thing i can think about with that is kind of like the collaborations you've been doing with uh kids at play um what has that relationship been for you guys it's been
1: organic man it's I like those guys because they're hungry, yeah. And like they and and they came correct, you know. Like it it was, it was a, it was a, it was it was kind of like. So I met I met Smith Smith Knight like back when I was doing the Pink Box, okay. And I think he was like still in high school, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and to see him from them from then and then to come to us like now i was like oh no you've been working bro and and now he's got like a whole collective with him you know like i think what they're doing is is amazing because it it, it's needed you know like it some people i feel like sometimes like they don't understand like you need a team you know, like yeah, you can do a lot on your own. You can. Like, but when you have a team, you're able to do so much more. You know, you're really able to push the like especially when everybody's all in, you know, like that's that's one thing about it. From what my interaction with them, they're all in. They're all they're all, you know, they all bought into this um this I- idea of the kids, you know? And I think that's dope. And so when they came to us, you know, like, you know, they came correct. You know, they rented the space, they threw the show, we made merch, and they came back and they did like two more. Yeah. you know, and they've constantly just been doing stuff. And and you know, we have nothing but respect for them. We even you know, I've, I've been to some of their shows, their house shows, um, and I've been to some of their their parties. You know, like, yeah, I might be an old head, but you know, I'm I'm all about you know. Having a good time you know respectfully um and and just kind of like pushing the culture yeah. you know like this is this is what you know is is needed out here mm-hmm. you know in, in all these other cities you know that there's things like this going on all the time,
0: yeah
1: you know so it's it was kind of like a fresh a breath of fresh air to see that and um i i can continue to commend them on what, what they're working on, you know. Uh, I've worked, I still work with them on, on projects now, you know, like they, yeah. they do a lot of, they model a lot of the clothes for us sometimes. Um, working with uh, one of their photographers, uh, Eddie. Um, and, you know, you just got to kind of give like, you know, the props for you, like, when, like when, when you see good work, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, that's all it is for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell them all the time. I've had a couple just sit down conversations with them, and you know they were like super fans of you guys. um they told me about it, how they went about the process of like going straight to you guys and just having a conversation to be able to be able to be in the space. but also, I always told them I was like, you know, just keep on going because i I see like what they got like you can see what they got like you they have a collective of people, like you said on the same wavelength trying to go for like the same mission and and it seems like they are basically unstoppable they will be unstoppable nothing will stop them if they continue to have the same mindset and if and if everybody is is still on the same wave and that is like super commendable because you know i know the power of delegation i know the power of like having a team and mostly most of the stuff I've, i've done have been uh solo acts but like when it came to the aspect of like creating bigger and better work just getting other people to be able to be on a team and having the same mission it's just like there's nothing like it yeah It's nothing like it
1: yeah i've been i've been building a team over at trelele um you know it's, it's all it's kind of always been me and nico um when we first started Chalele, we had a few other partners but um you know we went our separate ways um but it's it's been it's been me and Nico for for the most part for the longest um but now like we, we've kind of like started to like you know build our own team we got two interns now Wave and Norn nice um and they've kind of been a real big help to to helping us kind of like you know get better you know and and knowing that um you know that there's there are other people who have been watching you know been you know have have been fans of 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 what's going on and then we approached them about you know being a part of it you know they've kind of were like you know we're all in um and it's i think since they've got on like i've seen like you know change in within you know the brand and you know things are getting better drops are getting better um we're we're actually really starting to like planned for things like months in advance (laughs) when in past which has been like you know we gotta drop this week we gotta get in the studio you know (laughs) and you know those repetitions have kind of like allowed us to to know we can what we're actually capable of doing Mm -hmm. you know we could you know we know that we could drop some shirts or some hoodies or whatever like you know whenever we want you know but now it's kind of like you know more focused um more disciplined um and and really trying to like you know get better quality you know and and just do more um yeah it's it's not easy mm-hmm. but when you kind of put the pieces where they need to be it it does line up you know like it doesn't have to be hard yeah so you know shout out to my guys shout out to my team shout out to uh to Nana He's been helping us too a lot with Chilele. Oh, we're... Yeah, you know, the mastermind behind ABAC.
0: Yes, a big ass kick-out.
1: Yes, you know that that in itself is also like a big part of. I feel like the culture out here, mm-hmm. you know, and what he and the team has been able to do with ABAC is is kind of like it's rubbing off on Chilele. Okay. Um, you know it's it's a really really well oiled machine you know you might not know from the outside in but it's very organized <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's very organized and it it makes me it makes me happy because like i feel like i'm a part of something that's you know bigger than just t-shirts and, and clothing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, experience, people, you know. Yeah. A, a Big Ass Cookout is, is about people, you know. It's about, uh. you know, those family reunions that, you know, that, that you, you, you used to have when you were a kid. You know, I, yeah. I actually haven't had too many family reunions, personally. But, you know, from the ones that I have been to and, you know, a big ass cookout is like the closest thing mm. to that for me. You know, it's people I haven't seen in a while. Um, it's you know, just being outside. You know, amongst amongst the homies. You know, amongst you know, uh, a sea of beautiful people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Good food, good vibes, good music. Um, and it it was one of those things that like. You know when we were doing Chilele and we were like doing like parties and stuff like that, like on North Side, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of like sparked that. You know, mm-hmm. like that 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 feeling, like, oh yeah, like we're gonna be outside with the homies today. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. De- definitely, parts of the the a big ass cookout does feel like a a family reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, there are so many people that you may haven't seen in a while that come to uh, the, the cookouts. And I know, like, this year was probably refreshing because there wasn't, like, any done last year, right? mm
1: Yeah, no, we didn't do anything because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So this was, like, the first cookout since 2019. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, bro, it, this was probably one of the best ones. Really? Even – Well – it was this is probably one of the best ran ones for sure. Okay, you know layout wise, we had we had a, a vendor village, we had like a a food truck market, mm. um, we had games, we had beer sponsors, um, we had VIP tents, um, and it was a vibe. You know, I think a lot of people were just they're waiting for it. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you people know, was ready to get outside. People you know, like. COVID has definitely been a been It's been a real ordeal, you know, like trying to figure out how to have fun, but to be responsible at the same time, you know, um, we, you know, we were, we, we waited for the guidelines to come out, you know, what we could do. So for sure it was, it wasn't an issue on that, on that end at all. Um, but, you know, we just wanted to be responsible. So, like, we waited, you know. And when the time was right, you know, the people came out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember some of those, like, earlier big-ass cookouts on, like, how crazy packed they were.
1: Yeah, that's before the fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was before the fence.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it wasn't really any type of structure there. It's like, you know we are throwing this thing and you know you you come out basically Mm -hmm. and now i do see it now and how much structure when you speak about (laughs) what um you have tents you have uh just different placement for things Mm -hmm. Uh, that's 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 incredible to see to be able to see the growth and i can only imagine where it would go in the future Mm -hmm. Um, so that's incredible
1: you're trying to take it man trying to take it to the moon I believe
0: it. (laughs) I believe it. So where do you see not only, you know, Earl Mac and Chilele within like the next three to eight years? Um
1: Chilele, I would say we are still open. Um maybe we have a second location somewhere. Um but that we're we're doing strategic collaborations with brands um, that are, are gonna help push us, and, you know, and, and, and more into the light. Um, I, I definitely want Chile to be a household name um, on the East Coast and you know the rest of America. Um, I want us to do more pop-ups. Uh, I, de- I definitely feel like traveling is is a is, is important yeah. for a streetwear brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be in the streets of, of different cities, you know. I think it's important to, like, take over your city and make a name for yourself in your city. Yeah. Um, but once you do that, um, start to travel, you know, and get out. Because you never know, like, who's going to connect with it, you know. And I feel like the more people you can get in front of, you know, only that's only going to be the, the it's Only gonna be better for the brand, you know. Um, so that's that's a that's a that's a big thing for us, you know. And maybe we do Complex Con, you know,
0: uh, top you, ups. You did that one year, right? Um, we didn't do not, it, I mean, but not we, to Lele, but like, Dennis. well,
1: I would, I did a um, I did a collaboration with a brand, yeah. called uh, 83 83 Futures and. the the project we were working on was like a life-size operation game and that was at ComplexCon. I actually wasn't there that year um, but, you know, my work was there and that was pretty dope. That was a a dope (laughs) experience. Should have been there but, you know, due to, you know, unseen for things, I just wasn't able to make it that year. Mm -hmm. But the goal is to definitely do more stuff like that to actually, really, you know, get these strategic partnerships and collaborations um, that can, can can help us leverage, you know, a lot of different things. Um, and and if we can't get them, just continue to just put out good products. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. You know, if, as long as we're putting out good clothes, and people want to keep wearing it. That's that's all I really care about right now. Yeah. And and as far as Earl Mac, um, get some more art out there, uh, get some more paintings done. I'm still I'm still kind of like figuring out how I'm gonna structure Earl Mac Studios. Um, right now, it's just kind of like my Instagram like portfolio. You know, when I work on shirts or do drops, like I'll I'll post it on there. But I, I'm trying to give it more structure and and really kind of give it a little bit more backstory um, because it's, it's kind of like, it's like in inside of my head, you know, like the, the studio aspect is, um, is an important part of, you know, artists creating, you know, when they're, when they're in their studio, that's when they, you know, they're getting work done, you know, yeah. they're trying things out. So um, a lot of the stuff I'm working on now is like, it's just experiments, you know, I'm, not really knowing how things are going to work out, but uh, just, you know, throwing some stuff onto the wall and hoping it sticks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we like to leave the people with a a word. Um, obviously, like, there were many gems dropped along the way in this conversation. Um, but we like to allow the guests to leave the people with something, one more thing. Um, whatever comes to your mind, whatever you feel the need to say um to give to the people i'm sure they would appreciate it um
1: i would say don't be afraid to get better don't be afraid to push yourself and don't be afraid to say no There's a lot of distractions out here, you know, and if you're not careful about who is around you or what you're around, um, they can steal your energy, so you also need to protect your energy at all costs. So I'm learning that, I'm still learning that, you know, so.
0: I mean, it's, it's a part of that—that that growth. Yeah. That, that daily growth, uh, growth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that, that that yeah, that daily growth and, and uh, that constantly getting better. It's just just it is just something that you're just gonna constantly learn over mm-hmm. time. Out do to experiences uh, with others and like with yourself, and the more you know yourself, you're gonna better position yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I want to say I I appreciate you coming out, bro. Um, Taking some time. Uh, You didn't have to be here. You didn't have to say yes. Um, But I definitely appreciate you like coming out and uh, dropping a couple gems for people um, to be able to, you know, take and interject it within like their lives. Uh, So I want to say appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you for coming out. Thanks for having me.